What's up, unapologetically educated listeners and subscribers? I am stoked about today's episode. I did something different with this episode. It is called a leadership kickback. Um, The students tell me a kickback is kind of like a house party, real chill, not a whole lot of people. And so that's what I did with uh, today's episode. I also want to say thank you so much for the first two episodes. The data looks amazing. The feedback, of course, is welcome. It's helping me grow in my capacity as a new podcaster. So thank you for listening. Always click subscribe and enjoy the show. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Unapologetically Educated. I am Principal Hannibal, and I am here with some exciting, wonderful ladies, some other principals, people in the work with me. They are my tribe. Y'all, these are the people that before I even wanted to be a principal, because I did not want to be a principal, I wanted to have me a cubicle, an admin, and I wanted to just coach teachers. That's what I wanted to do. And these two ladies have been ladies that have been um, in my corner when I was still a classroom teacher. So they are a part of my tribe. And throughout the episodes and the seasons, you'll get to meet more people. But I have two wonderful ladies here, and they're going to introduce themselves, where they're currently working, elementary, middle, what they're doing. And then we're going to kind of dive into today's show. So we'll start with Miss um, Palmer. She's going to talk to you a little bit a little bit about who she is and what she's done in education. Well, hello. My name is Sonia Palmer. I am a principal in the DFW area, as Deidre had indicated earlier. And I just have to tell you that even though the work gets challenging sometimes, I'm super proud to be a principal and to have the opportunity to serve families across the DFW area. How long have you been a principal? I've been a principal for about almost 20 years now. Um, Like I said, I've spent time across the DFW and it has been an amazing ride every step of the way. All right. And then we have my other sister from another mother, Miss Coleman. Hello, I am Keishla Coleman and I uh, also am a principal in the DFW area um, at an early childhood academy which is which I'm truly, truly, truly uh, passionate about. I have been in education for about 25 years, something like that, but I've been a principal uh, for three. I love, love, love what I do, and I think that is um, something that you have to have that love for and that passion for whatever it is that you uh, do in this life. And so for me, it's education. All right, so... We wanted to talk a little a little bit in this episode and, and spend this episode talking about we have had a full moon this week. We've had Friday the 13th, and then this upcoming week is the last week before break. Um, we have teachers that are tired, students that are tired, parents who don't want them to be home for two weeks, and all of that plus holiday stress. And so we wanted to talk just to school leaders about some things that they can do this upcoming week. Because y'all, I didn't have a kid steal my keys this week. 
praise everybody, Allah, God, everybody in the house that I found them, but literally took the keys while I was doing a model teach in the classroom. Um, but like I said, we got the keys back. So you just never know what your day is going to be like when you're getting close to break. It is never a dull moment in education. And so when we come back from break, we're going to dive into some tips, some tools, some resources, some things you can use, some strategies to get you through that last week before we go on winter break. See you in a bit. And we're back. So the debacle of Friday the 13th, we are moving into the last week before we get out for Christmas or winter break or whatever you like to call it. And everybody is excited to get out for break. I am so ready. And I know kids are so ready. Teachers are super ready. Parents are not ready. (laughs) But everybody else in that list, they are super ready to get out for break. And so we're going to talk about some tips some tools, things that we're doing to keep everybody motivated, firing on all cylinders um, for this last week before we break for the two-week holiday. So let's see who wants to jump in. Who want to go first? I'll jump in because I just want you to know whatever it is, whether it is the week before we get out for Christmas, whenever, just remain flexible. And just to say about the keys, even if the keys had not been recovered, it's okay. Just relax. Uh, Been there, done that. I have actually had a whole set of building keys stolen out of my truck before. So, you know, who knows? At least a familiar person had the keys this time. So that's the bright side. I've had some keys to a whole building absolutely just disappear. Let it let it ride. Just let it fall off your back. And then the other part of being flexible is also just making sure that you have a plan, but not freaking out when everything doesn't go according right. to the plan. Right. So That's true. Plan, you know, because the, the plan gives you that sense of relaxation, that sense of order. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't go in that particular order, it's still good. It's okay. But the reason the keys got lost was to prepare you for this next week. Yes. Because some stuff is going to go on mm-hmm. in this next week that's going to be even more serious than yep. the lost keys. Let it go. Plan for it. Move on. Also, just make sure that you have empathy. Have empathy for the staff yes. and for the students. Everybody is tired. I agree. And sometimes behavior is just that. It's just behavior. Behavior is not a person. Behavior is just that. It can be changed. So don't be so put off by certain behaviors, even though we don't like them. Because trust me, I've worked in a middle school. I know what those behaviors look like. And it can look a little crazy every now and then. They look like that elementary too. And elementary as well. Mm -hmm. But just you keep calm because mm-hmm. if you freak out, everybody else freaks out. Everybody feeds off of your energy. That's right. So number one, you remain calm. Be flexible. Just let some stuff ride. Okay, let it rain. If it's raining, just let it rain. Then finally, have a plan. It's mm-hmm. okay. Plan your way through it and just don't stress about any of it. Because a lot of times... 
teachers and kids want to see how you're going to react to something. And even as the, the building principal, you can be at the end of your rope. You just tie a knot and you just hang on. Because when they see you hanging on with the knot on the rope, it gives them the strength and the That's courage right. to hang it on does. too. So you just keep hanging on and just know this too will pass. Take it day by day. And if you need to, take it minute by minute. Yep, I think that's some good advice for um, not only new principals, but any principal. Um, We have, there's a saying, Ty Whitaker says, when the principal sneezes, the whole building catches a cold. And so, so goes the principal, so goes the entire building. And I wish more people would understand how, how important that role is, our role is, in how the school works. So... Let's talk about some things we do that last week to keep people motivated, to keep them going. Talk about some things that we're doing. Oh, most definitely. Uh, You do need to keep uh, calm and have a plan. So one of the things that we have done was before we went out for Thanksgiving break, we mapped out what we were going to do for those weeks, these um, Mm -hmm, three weeks when we came back. You know, because I was like, you know, everyone... Uh, is going to be tired. Everyone's going to be ready to get out of school. That includes parents uh, getting tired of everything mm-hmm. that's going on because mm-hmm. kids are misbehaving or doing things that they would normally do because they're ready to get out as well. And so teachers, uh, the pa- their patience is short. Absolutely. So we mapped out, what do you want to do? So this week coming up, we have... Um, Secret Santa planned. We have lots of fun mm-hmm. activities. We yes. have Holiday Town yes. for our students, which basically is like where they go from classroom to classroom and see different lessons. But all of our center activities, because remember, I'm at a pre-K campus. So all, of, all of our center activities are centered around um the holiday, okay. you know, Santa's workshop. Mm-hmm. So when you go in, you see, you know, even in the block center, they're building things. All of it is centered around that. We've talked to the kids about it. The parents know about it. The teachers know about it. On Friday, we did Polar Express the whole day. Mm-hmm. The kiddos wore We got Polar pajamas. Express coming yes. up too. Yes, and so that's exciting. We had uh, the tickets that were given out. Okay. We had hot cocoa. So the teachers were into that as well as the kids. The parents were excited about it. They were bringing the kids in. Everyone was dressed in pajamas. So they were really excited. You have to uh, keep calm and remain focused. But the one thing is that planning. You have to plan yes. that out mm-hmm. and be very strategic in you know your plans and what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. And then, like she said, something's going to go awry. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. something's gonna happen. That's just the way yep. it is. Yep. Something's going to happen, and when it does, you just let it happen, and then you deal with it. And so, like I think in in the pr- first episode that we filmed or recorded for the podcast, um, I talked about like as Miss Coleman and Miss Palmer said, like the importance of planning. Yes. Um, and so yes. Yes. If you don't already know what you're doing for February, because it's the yes, it's right. Black History Month and Love and President's mm-hmm. Day and Valentine's Day, if you don't already know now, you're behind. Um, and so, like even for in a middle school setting, I already knew we were not getting out of school uh, early release. We're not having any of those testing because our actual six weeks or mm-hmm. semester ends after we come back from Christmas. So next week is just regular full days of school for us. But what we did is because we knew a lot of kids would either not show up or, you know, go ahead and start their holiday. We have, um, 
mock assessments next week, which are short, shorter right. assessments, mm-hmm. but we're doing those half day. So we have a game day one day. We have staff versus student volleyball the next day. We have a hype fest, which is a winter dance. We got something going on every day to keep them motivated. And no amount of money will get you in with bad behavior. So that keeps the kids going. They're excited about it. They're pumped about it. Um, The teachers, like if you're a gamer, you're going to run the game stations. So like the teachers are excited about, you know, bringing who they genuinely are into the classroom for that after that half day piece. Um, I think another thing is being visible. Yes. This is, I I can't sit in my office. Let me just say that right now. Um, I have a roll office where it is on wheels and the kids, you can hear them in the hall saying, Oh my gosh, she's coming down the hallway. She's coming down the 300 hall. Because you have to be visible this week more than any week again, because they both said, um, how tired the teachers are. Everybody's tired. The kids right. are tired. You know, like at a middle school, we play. have two or three yeah. games next week. They have, you know, after school games, our choir's performing in several locations. Our band is performing. So these kids are staying up, not because they want to, but because they're performing maybe to 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So everybody's tired. They're ready to be on right. break, yes. period. So being visible. So if there is an altercation with a teacher and a student or a teacher struggling with classroom management, we're right there to pick up and and wherever that slack may be. So I say that to say, be mindful of where your hot spots are. Like you got some teachers there. Yeah, start start there. there. You got some teachers that you're not going to have no problems at all. But even if you need to relieve a teacher, hey, you know, you want to go get your soda something? I'll watch your class for five minutes. You know, go run and come back. Because we all know I do it as an administrator. Teachers might get to the restroom at three o'clock yes. <laughs> or yes. during their planning. Yes. So just giving people breaks when they need them is another good tool to use. I think also um, we're doing Christmas parties. We have a pajama day. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, We're doing don't sweat the last day. So we're wearing sweats on that last day because it is, mm-hmm. of course, a full day. Um, Instapot has saved my life because I will yes. cook for the staff with that Instapot. Yes. Make yes. a pot of soup in a minute. Hey, come, come, come get some soup. Come yes. get baked potato soup. Come do this. Yes. So I think just leaders being there for teachers and kids and being there as a listening ear this week is going to help you get through it smoothly. But like they all both said, something is going to happen. <laughs> yes, and just be ready. For right. And, and, and just have the balance because on our campus – we, we've got some serious business to handle because we are having curriculum benchmark assessments all next week, in addition to the fun things that we are doing. So, you know, even though we're having a good time, even though we have that balance, we still have to perform and we still are going to be held accountable for results. So just keep in mind that there's still work to be done within the fund. And like I said, as the leader, as the principal, when you maintain that era of calm, Everyone else will remain calm too. When you are encouraging, saying, hey, we got this, we can do this, they will believe that they can do it and that will make all the difference. Because let's just face it, the curriculum benchmark assessments are not fun for anyone, but they are a necessity. They are important. They make a difference. So even though we are about to get out of school, it can't be all fun and games. You've got to find that balance. 
And then if the balance tips one way too far to the left or too far to the right, you're the principal. You're the one who's going to hold that line and get it back on track to where it needs to be. And if you get it back on track without overreacting to whatever the situation is, you will get the results you need from your students as well as from your staff. So talk to me about what are some of the things that you guys do? Because let's face it. Sometimes the scales do tip. We're no longer calm. What do you do? What is? What do you go in your office or where do you go? Like I know some principals go and walk the outside of the building. Absolutely. Make a lap. Yes, what yes. do you do to calm yourself down and just have that moment so we're not reacting to the stress? What do you do? Well, sometimes there are a couple of things I do. Sometimes I will just go and just sit on a bench outside. Just sit and just be still because fresh air makes all the difference fresh air can clear your head so just get get you some fresh air also go in your your office sometimes shut the door i'll go in there and just do a dance sometime you know i'll just put on (laughs) some music and just dance now the music may range from gospel to trap music it just depends on the dance that i need to do at that time (laughs) but you you just need to understand that you are a human but when you feel yourself about to say something you know you don't need to say that's when you remove yourself from the situation and you just take a few minutes you take a few minutes to do what it is you need to do you know and get yourself a theme song you know and the theme song can, can change from week to week but you are the person who you have to take care of first. Because like I said, on an airplane, they tell you put your mask on first before you try to put Ooh, somebody yes, else's mask do. on. Yes. And so if you don't do that, it's the same thing with they your school. You A lot of times we literally just stop breathing. You don't realize it, but you're not breathing. You're holding your breath. Just breathe. Stop holding your breath and just Breathe. Give me one of them. Hold on, hold on. Give me one of them appropriate theme songs you've had. Just <laughs> gonna tell you. I'm a, y'all know CeeLo Green song. I ain't gonna say what the song really said. I'm just gonna say, you know, the radio version of it. Yes. But that has been a theme song for a minute. But then, you know, you come out and then, you know, you have your love, peace, and happiness song after you done been through your CeeLo Green. So yeah, she better see low green. Okay, right. so That's what do right. you do, Miss Coleman, to keep calm when you were like, oh, if one more person, <laughs> I go to my office, Colleen, and I am a person. I sit in my office in the dark, so okay. with my door closed, they know if that light is off, this is not a good time. <laughs> Give her a few moments; she gonna get it together. She gonna come back out, and I do. I go in there and I breathe, and I stop, and I'm still. And I allow it, whatever it is, because you know what? That count to 10, what people tell you to do, you know, count to 10 or take some deep breaths, it really works. You just need to try it. Just mm-hmm. do it. So in that stillness, then you're able to see what's going on and to make some rational decisions instead of irrational ones, as you were saying. You know you don't need to say that. So you yes, need to take a step yes, back. Yes, because before you know it, it'll be to come out your mouth. And here's the thing, you have to be careful with your words. Because before you know it, the words will come out. And words are so (laughs) much more. Words are more damaging than if you just punch somebody in the face. So you said I can hit him in the face and just not (laughs) say you ineffective? No, 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 no. No, I'm just asking questions here because I got my eye. You know, you you just just have to be careful. With that, because we don't understand the power of that tongue. We don't understand yes, the yes. power of the words. Yes. You have the ability to speak life 
or literally death into some mm, people because right. you never know what somebody is going through, uh, what they're coming uh, from home to. So you don't know the situation. So, right. you know, in a world where you can be anything, you just need to be kind and you need to be considerate and you need to think about the fact that, hey, I may not have all the details of this situation. I know how it's affecting me. But at the same time, as a leader of the building, you have always right. got to consider how everybody else in that building is going yes. to receive something or feel about something. And that's what happens when you're sitting there in that stillness mm -hmm. and being still. It allows you to consider all of those things. And so that's important. And so that's usually what I do. Take me a few deep breaths. Sometimes some music is involved. You know, sometimes they're, you know, well, no, I won't say dance. That's not really my thing. But, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I will sit there and think through, you know, what, what my next steps and what I need to do. And most of the time that works for me. And then I come back out, I'm fresh. You know, I go on back out there and you have to handle that. But all of this comes with planning and preparation. Yes. Two things I suggest if you don't have as a principal in your office. Uh, one is a diffuser. When they start mm -hmm. smelling that lavender peppermint oil, they know mm -hmm. that she needs yeah. a moment. Yeah. And noise counseling headphones. I travel with them around my neck. Like, I won't wear a necklace because I got to have my headphones. So in my office, I am a music person too. And if you've ever followed me on any social media, I'm a music like enthusiast, anything R&B, anything hip hop, even a little pop, depending on what it is. But I will cut on the diffuser, turn that thing on. It'll have the whole front office smelling like lavender and peppermint. And I do. I go in my office. I put my headphones on, and I'll set the timer because I'm pretty sure I got somewhere to be right. in the next five minutes. Exactly. And so I give exactly. myself no more than ten minutes. But I go in there. I decompress. I breathe. And then Miss Palmer says something so important about the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. My A team gets on to me like Miss Hannibal. How do you like that teacher deserved to get the hammer? How did you go in there and just like finesse that everybody happy? My rule of thumb is when you're having crucial conversations with anybody, if they walk out of your office mad, crying and, and, and raving, we didn't do our job because our job is to let people know that maybe they were ineffective. But moving forward, like this is the expectation. How can I support you? So you might have to have some of those. How can I help? How can I support you conversations right. next week? And I always like lean to the side of helping people not being punitive or I just don't like exactly. it. Right. So that's kind of how I feel about it. But I promise you, hey, if you do nothing else on Amazon this week, get a diffuser for your office. Most of them come with the lavender, eucalyptus, peppermint. I have to try that. It is a game changer. I'm going to have to try that. All right, that. we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to do Thank God a Teacher Raised Me. They got some educators that they want to shout out. And, um, yeah, this is good, y'all. I'm excited. <laughs> See you guys in a bit. All right, so we're back from break, and it is time for my favorite part of the show. Um, thank God a teacher raised me. And so these two awesome ladies are going to go first. And we're going to start with Miss Palmer because I know she has two. And so this, again, is just our old to great educators doing the work. Mm -hmm. And so when I say, thank God, a teacher raised me, I tell my staff, anybody in the building is a teacher. 
That's custodial staff, cafeteria workers, volunteers, yes. paraprofessionals, everybody, principal, everybody is a teacher. So this is a shout out to anybody doing this work, which is inspiring and saving kids' lives on a daily basis. Ms. Palmer, you're up. Well, I would just like to thank um, an amazing retired educator who taught me everything I know about life in general. And that person is my mother, Dr. Linda K. Marshall. My mother has worn several hats in education throughout the years. And while she is no longer actively working, she is still working through me because she gives me advice, whatever it is that I need, whether I want to hear it or not. She is a straight shooter. She's going to let me know uh, what is right, what is wrong, what is the best choice, what is the best decision, but at the same time, expecting me to be accountable for making my own decisions. She does, she's never made any choices for me or anyone else, but she, what she will do is help you analyze the facts of the situation and help you come to your own conclusion about how you need to proceed and how you need to act. And also, did I mention that that's my mama, okay? So when it's your mama, it's a whole nother level because not only is she my mama, she is a respected professional and I have nothing but the utmost love and respect for her. The second person I'd like to shout out is a former principal of mine who taught me so much and I still embody the things that she taught me to this day. Her name is Mrs. Verna George Mitchell. She is not only my friend, my mentor, my soror, she is always available even now that she is retired, but she is still there and I can still hear her words so many times and thinking about, well, what would Miss Mitchell do? You know, how would she handle this situation? And I just appreciate all the times that she taught me. Sometimes the, the teaching was unpleasant. You know, if I got to put some things put in that file that I necessarily won't put in there. But, you know, some lessons are lessons that you have to learn the hard way. That's right. And I absolutely thank her for teaching me all of those lessons. All right. All right, Miss Coleman, you're up. I share uh, those same sentiments that uh, Ms. Palmer had with her mother. My mother also, Joanne Moore, is a retired uh, teacher and has taught me and is still teaching me every single day um, pretty much about this work that we do, about being passionate about it, about remaining true to yourself and to your calling. I know for the longest I fought being in education because I come from a family of educators. And so, you know, it's like, oh no, I'm not going into education. I'm not gonna do this. But again, my mother, she was right there uh, with me. I grew up in a school. And so she was like, you know, sometimes what we, we fight against our calling. She said, so you need to think about what is it that you're truly good at, that you really want to do, and you need to do it. And she encourages me every day uh, with that. She's going to call me. She's going to ask me about my day. And as uh, Ms. Palmer stated also, you know, they don't, your parents don't necessarily at this age tell you what to do, but they add clarity so that you are able to make some uh, tough decisions and choices sometimes. And so for that, I love my mother. She's always in my corner. Uh, even when I'm wrong, she's going to tell me, though. She's going to tell me and then help me <laughs> to be the best that I can be. The other person was my fifth grade uh, teacher, uh, Shirley uh, Black. Miss Black, 
I mean, I was a very shy child. And I would say now, people don't believe me, but I am shy I even still now. See that. I yes, see Yes, I am very shy. I'm and not. so, um, but what she would encourage me to do is no matter what, you can be shy, that's who you are. But as you grow and you want to uh, do accomplish different things, you have to come out of that shell so, and go after it. And that's what she taught me in anything. She's like, I know you don't like this. She would always be that encourager for me personally. She knew me and she would come and she would encourage me and then I would do. I just did it then. And so I, it, it teaches me now. I do it now, even with these little ones, when I can see that shyness that's there, I always gravitate toward those children and then I just, you know, encourage them. And the same with teachers. I see something in them that they may not see in themselves, the same as Miss Black saw in me and pushed me and I gently nudged them out to the front uh, and support them in what they do. You know, uh, I just, I think I said this to Miss Hannibal just a second ago about the me I'm learning to be. That should be something that encourages all of us every single day that we strive for every day, you know, trying to be better and greater every day. All right. That's awesome. What did it say it again? The the me I'm trying to be. The me I'm trying to be. The me I'm learning to be. Learning to be. Me I'm learning to be. That's a t-shirt. That's right. Even as educators, you know, we're learning every single day. You don't ever stop learning. So you strive for it. You go after it every day. And that's something that Miss Black uh, taught me. And so it just stuck with me. And so I, I just use it every day. Um, I guess for me... I had like every week I could just start rattling and never stop. But I'm going to shout out a principal um, this week. And I tell you, I wanted to be a, in a cubicle and be at the admin building. I wanted to be a math um, coach. I wanted to be a math supervisor. That was my thing. And this lady, um, Dr. Becky Shepard, saw something in me that I did not see in myself. And I was like, I don't want to be a principal. Don't ask me. And she said, no, you have a way of turning very hard situations, making people that are struggling with understanding and comprehending, um, having those crucial conversations. You make it easy for people to receive those conversations. And that's what a leader is. I think that you would be great at this. And so she, to this day, is a mentor. Every school I go to, she comes to that school and blesses that school with me. Um, if there's something that happens and she catches wind of it, if I, you know, made a mistake or something this bad happened at my school, she'll call, you know, she, she don't even call me anymore. She'll call whoever's my secretary and say, Hey, um, does she still like the dietary line made from Sonic? I'm going to stop at Sonic and bring her a drink. She'll bring me something to drink and just let me talk and complain and moan and just have at it. Um, she, is a crafter so i'm not a crafter i don't like to decorate uh so these two ladies do and so if she knows this summer no ac no heat no nothing the heat of texas in the summer she comes up and she helps clean the building with me put up welcome signs uh organize binders just someone who is always in my corner and i don't have to call she calls me because she knows what this life of leadership is like. I don't remember to even call you. I don't. My husband gets on to me because I don't even call during the course of the day. 
Right. I have forgotten that I've had kids and a husband at home because yes. I'm so immersed yes, in this so work. Consumed in it, yes. And yes. so my, I thank God for Dr. Becky Shepherd for always being in my corner, um, always being that person to know what it's like to sit in this seat with very little support and still push to be excellent. So I thank you so much for being amazing, Dr. Shepherd, and always having my back. And I will sentiment these two ladies' mothers are simply amazing. I will say Miss Joanne um, always protects me because she lets me be the thug principal I am. And she just lets me be me. And so I, I, I these two ladies, I tell them all the time, like I, the relationship that they have with their mothers, the relationship that their mothers are in education. Like you can't ask for better parents, better mothers, and I'm gonna get emotional. So again, Thank you so much for tuning in. These ladies just figured out their Twitter names. <laughs> so yes, do. I don't know if you really need something from them on Twitter. You probably not going to get it. But no, Miss Palmer. The me I'm learning, learning to be. Okay. The me I'm learning to be has got that Twitter, girl. That Twitter is going down. Okay. So how can they find you on Twitter? <laughs> they can find me. At, at Dance Mama One D A N C E M O M M A One. <laughs> at Dance Mama. At Dance Mama One on Twitter for Miss Palmer, Miss Coleman. How can they find you? I am. Uh, uh, see Coleman Keishla. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's it. At at Coleman Keishla. At Coleman Keishla. There we go. Spell but that if uh, well, there we go. Now, at Coleman Keishla, K-E-I-S-H-L-A. But if you really, really want to find me, I'll be located at 224 Amber Lane in DeSoto, uh, Texas. Is that Amber Terrace? Yes, Amber Terrace. Okay, I didn't want you to be giving out your home address. Or uh, no, ma'am. But I'll, <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's Amber Terrace. Yes. Early Childhood Academy. And then if you would like to reach me, I am at Deeducated on Twitter or Deidre Hannibal at, on Twitter. Also, if you would like to email me, looking for resources, you want to reach out to these ladies and they have not responded on Twitter. Um, I am also at unapologeticallyeducated at gmail.com. There's also the website, unapologeticallyeducated.com. Thank you so much, my tribe, for uh, being a part of this podcast. All right, I enjoyed it. She yes. Enjoyed it. They're extra. And so <laughs> <laughs> it has been a, a good night, a fun night. Yes, so yes, thank yes. you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember that next week we're going to make it through as leaders. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Stay calm. Get you a diffuser. Uh, put you some Lil John, some Lizzo, uh, some Sam Smith. That's my other one. I really need to calm down. Sam Smith's voice. Some yes. Tamala Man. Okay, Tamala Man. And if you want to, you know, work that gospel thing out with a slight twerk, you could do like a Kirk Franklin. Uh, slight, slight twerk. twerk. Slight okay, maybe not. Twerk. Okay. We're uh, going to be ye still. Okay. <laughs> okay. And tell them bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Unapologetically Educated. This leadership kickback was so fun. It is something that I think I'm going to do more of. I enjoyed 
bringing in two members of my tribe. And just on a side note, school leaders, if you don't have a tribe of people that will ride or die, push you, be with you no matter what, I urge you to get you a tribe. Like start growing that thing. And I don't mean no fake felonious people, like people that are really down and believe in what you do and help you be a better leader. And so we will have more leadership kickbacks. My goal in 2020 is to try to get two or three of these on the road live in person. Because as leaders, we need that support. We need the open space to say and be great, but also say what's on our hearts. And so the reflection of the day comes from Mike Tyson. The reflection, the quote is, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And so leaders, we all know that that punch could come from students, teachers, community members, parents, um, upper district administration. It could come from anywhere because we're in the middle of the fight. And so I say, have a plan to survive adversity because it's gonna happen. And be okay with anything that comes your way because those knockdowns are fine because you know you're going to get back up. Have a great last week before the break. Be prepared to get punched in the mouth, but be prepared of what's going to happen once you prevail. And so get some rest over the break. And I can tell you, keep listening to Unapologetically Educated because people are like coming through on the show. We have Dr. Sani Bell coming through to talk about principal self-care. We have Amber Tingman coming through about principal self-care. We have uh, Principals Principals, the awesome principal who started the Facebook group that I think thousands of educators and principals lean on every day to just get better at our practice and many more coming to the show. So please subscribe to Unapologetically Educated. Keep listening. Have a blessed one. Bye.